You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Phoenix Pod. It's the Phoenix Pod. Pull off into paradise. <laughs> Some things never change. Nope. And that awesome intro never never um, never ceases to amaze me. You know, I, I would try that and I'll just stumble over it. I may try it just for funsies on the last episode, maybe at the end as a bonus. <laughs> see if I could do it, maybe. We shall see. Can but yeah, part, if you... can be part yeah. of the outtakes at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, like a DVD extra, like off Moonpig. <laughs> yes, not Moonpig, wrong episode. Music Magpie, there you go. Moonpig does something else. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're wondering why I'm rabbiting on so much already, it's because... Um, Cox is having a night, well-earned rest and having a night off, like I did last week, because shit's happened, and yeah. Lots of shit happened all at once, and I went, nope, can't do it, <laughs> which is yes, true. Indeed. It was, so we, I, I, I had the night off, but mm-hmm. yeah, came back swinging with three and a half hour episode the week after, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> back swinging. Whereas Lewis here, the grafter, he's been here all, all the way through. I have, yeah, but uh, you know... I'm, I'm more than happy to, well, I'm more than happy to do it because it gives me something to do with uh, have an evening. Yeah, the, the, the life of someone who's furloughed. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly that. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're wondering who we are, I am um, someone who is um, definitely stupid. And as I was told off last, last podcast I recorded, I'm not allegedly sexy anymore, but some people may find me sexy. Open he to is, opinion. He is a man who is... Half, Half a man. man. Oh, see, we, we could do it ourselves. Close. He was we close. He was close. Yeah, you're what? better. So you're better <laughs> at being Coxy than Coxy is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're bad. That oh, I'll take it. Suck it. Fuck, that's as close to perfection as I'm getting on that. <laughs> yeah, but it's me. It's it's me. It's um, stupid, sexy Flinders. And it feels like I'm wearing a Goonies t-shirt tonight for no apparent reason. Mm, nice. Had to be done. Had to be done. Oh. But yeah, uh, joining me tonight is, um, you know, the man that's already been mentioned. Best known for stowing away in places, you know, or being very early and punctual. Depends on your viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lewis Ogden. How's thou doing? I'm doing fine. Wonderbar. Uh, wonderbar indeed. And this this episode, we're going to be talking about episode five of Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere. And as we've just discussed off air, we can't seem to find um, an episode sort of title for this. So together we kind of came up with the episode name of Dirty Pig. Mm. Dirty Pig. And I'm quite happy with that. So, yeah. Shall we just kick it off by saying that um, the the episode starts out, you see the the, um, the, um, luxury motor home traveling down a. Traveling around a random country lane, and they start off by, uh, you know, you see a shot, and the first line is, I'm starving, I am. Baddy's hungry. Baddy's hungry. Oh, I, I could do with a bit of food myself. And Paddy's like, have we t- have we not got out in back? And not done a big like, shop yet. Not done a big shop yet. Patrick, the cupboard is burr. <laughs> so sort of, they go past sort of like, they start talking about sort of where they could go, and then one, well, is it, is it, Max that says uh, about country pub. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, to... uh, Paddy's just sort of like the case of going. Why don't we uh, pull into one of these uh, one of these uh, 
country pubs get a bit of dinny doddy ding dongs. That's the one. See, I, 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 I'm off. It's obviously sort of behind the scenes shit here. I said to Lewis how, how many notes, how many pages of notes I've done for this episode, <laughs> and safe to say they are substantial because <laughs> I'm not used to leading these episodes. But yay, um, my style is no notes, but I've got full notes this time. And I'm going to be full notes. I need nearly a whole novel. But uh, <laughs> of the uh, things I have noted, not not I've noted down. What I did note down was this sort of absolute blind of a line that Lewis has just reiterated. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Max is sort of like going, oh, they've, they've got lovely pubs around here. Nice carveries. And Car- then Max... Max proceeds to tell the uh, tell the story of a a, a mixed grill he had once out in countryside. Oh god, the blades weren't round. They're awful. They're awful. Uh, that wide and that high. Yeah, and I actually took the effort to write down exactly Same. what he ordered. Yes. So what he said was the order that he had. He was talking about this um this meal to um, Paddy. This uh, amazing meal I would like to have. I'm brutally honest. Minus taking away. Let me just see how many ingredients it is. One, two, three ingredients I'd take out of this. And you'll guess which ones they are in a moment. It is, uh, so we ordered this. They were, we go to, what weren't on this plate? What weren't on it? Yeah, steak, liver, beef, kidney, liver, chops, pork, liver, uh, latrine. Was it a latrine of chips? He said. Yeah, I think that's what he was going. But it sounded like terrine. Is it terrine or latrine? I was like, latrine of chips. I remember, I remember sometimes I was like, I, I some person would have said like a fuck ton of chips or something like that. Hey ho, and count them: two fried eggs, <laughs> <laughs> three fifty the lot. <laughs> Paddy's literally just a case of going, now, you know, Max, that's one thing I could never be, a vegetarian. And <laughs> Max Max just makes the point of going, man, man, man can't live by chips alone. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Man can't live by chips. I'll be honest with you. I, I tried being a vegetarian um, to impress a girl once upon a time. Um, yeah, note to, note to all these budding gentlemen out there that are trying to woo a lady by being a vegetarian. Uh, and you don't like vegetables, don't fucking do it. Because, <laughs> as Max does say, a man can't live off chips alone. Mm. I tried it for six months. <laughs> Christ almighty, six months? Well, it was chips and corn, essentially. <laughs> oh. Chips and corn. Um, Jesus. You've not, you've not, moti- but for, for just so you know, you don't know horror until you've tried a corn roast. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's, it's an abomination. It should not exist. Oh. <laughs> it is horrific. So, <laughs> so Paddy makes a point of going, I tell you what, I, I tell you the kind of people who have it worse than vegetarians, it's being a Mekon. A like, Mekon, yeah. Being a what? A Mekon. Tell you what, those guys, those folks can't eat anything. And Max just goes, a vegan, you tool. He's like, oh, yeah, that's it. But yeah, I no, like... no, Paddy likes his meat. <laughs> I've always, that's where I got that line from, um, just to make people like, like sort of like look at your funny. So, yeah, I like my meat. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you implying, sir? You come from Blackpool. I could mean anything. <laughs> nah, and uh, Paddy goes, call me old fashioned, but what I like is. White, tender, off the bone chicken. chicken. And he's like, "What's yours?" And Max is like, "Cow." Cow. He's like, "What?" Cow. <laughs> and there's a cow walking in the middle of the road. Next so literally, slams on the brakes. <laughs> and then there's a fod. And yeah. Whilst okay. at the same time, they've cut to like an outward shot of like. Um, you can see obviously so you see like the camper van just above like the hedgerow, and yes. you just immediately following the the fud, there's like the, the figurine of a cow just sort of like doing a big <laughs> doing a big loop in midair. Whereas we've got it's it's like it's like they replace the cl- the cow with an inflatable, isn't it? You know, yeah. <laughs> it screeches towards me, boink, and it's just like wee. <laughs> So funny, but then he cut back and it literally looks like the cow. Literally looks like if you go if you have them toy sets of farms yeah. and farm sets, and it literally looks like a plastic cow, mm. but about inflated by 
God knows how much in size. It's so realistic, but it's like it's a it's a cow that's like it's literally just been run over and it's like stiff. Yeah. <laughs> Rigor Mortis has already checked in. It was it kicked in midair. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> landed square on its back. <laughs> So, yeah, I believe that's the point where we have our opening tra- credits, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so we have our opening credits. Obviously, the uh, the song Max and Road to Nowhere. We don't take shit from anyone. Um, but this cow did. And um, Paddy, Paddy, um, Paddy what, oh, no, they get, we come out to a shop. And they walk, both approach this cow. And Paddy asks, is it dead? <laughs> Paddy asks if it's dead. To which to which Max responds, it's that or it's put a piss it down with rain. <laughs> the first thing he does is like give it a good swift boot. Yeah, you just proper wallops it one. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I picked up watching this episode, I don't know whether Peter Kay actually makes connection with this kick. Because like in the outtakes, they do this like particular scene of sort of like, you know, Paddy going, is it dead? And then Peter Kay will just sort of like full force kick it and it'll move. And it sort of like moves. And it like Paddy's just literally a case of going, it's a bit strong, that kick. And Peter's, it's like, it's funny, that kick. And then yeah. he's just sort of like on the next take after it's sort of like after he delivers the kick, Paddy's like, it's because it moves, you see. It's like, that's what really freaks me out about it. So <laughs> I think there's sort of like been a bit of um, post editing in this because he doesn't give it like Peter K doesn't give it like full whack, whack. He almost like pulls up short, and then mm. you get sort of like the the effect of like you know actually connecting because it doesn't actually move in sort of like the final product. No, well, you got to be careful though as well. If they use the same cows they did for the outward shot, it'll just take off and just fly off. You'd imagine it. <laughs> Boots a hole in it, and it's off down the field. <laughs> But yeah, after they've ascertained if it's alive or dead, um, they try to move the cow, uh, to which point Paddy grabs one of its uh, grabs its teat. Udders. Uh, it's udders, yes, it's teat udders, whatever you want to call it. So um, you get Peter, Peter <laughs> so not Max, Peter, Max, Max, um, Max grab its hooves, not its tits. <laughs> you got freaking milk all over you. It's, he, he does the, uh, what I, I can only call the, the Phoenix Knights universe objection beforehand though it's a whoa 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 he's like, he's like grab its seat so it's soon you're covered in milk man <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's um it's been ascertained that the uh the bumper in one of the headlights has been damaged from actually colliding with the cow oh so, yeah uh, they uh they make a trek up to the uh it's the the cow's sort of like you know farming residence the, uh, they say the number plate's hanging off as well, which means their uh, bollocks is hanging on the floor. Ba-dum, bum. Ba-dum, <laughs> but yeah, they go uh, they go banging like a bailiff on the the, the farmer's door, you know, proper banging away, um, you know. And <laughs> they talk about obviously claiming what's what the road and what have you, and you know, ticking off this farmer about you know the cow waged right, in the road and what have you, and. Um, uh, Max comes up with an absolute bell to say, I saw a case like this on Judge Judy. They cleaned up, and that was before Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> and he, goes, he, he goes to Paddy and sort of like, how's your neck? And Paddy's like, agony, agony. <laughs> He's there grabbing at it. <laughs> grabbing at it, nodding away. <laughs> Doing they don't, stretches. <laughs> they don't get any answer from the front door. It's just sort of like, there's no reply. There's nobody in. There's nobody in. And Paddy's like, oh, I bet he is in. It'll just be in the back. Counting his money. <laughs> oh God. yeah, so after this, it's at this point. Yeah, um, I'm just looking through my notes. Da, 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 da. But yeah, the farmer should be teaching his cows how to cows about road safety. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you just imagine you just stand by the edge of the road, and it's like look both ways, chew. Graze. <laughs> graze, yeah. If there's a handy bush there, just graze off that as well. <laughs> just stay out of the hard black stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um They go to they they're able to find this sort of like atypical farmer 
Who's yeah, like messing, messing about with a scarecrow in the middle of a field. Yeah, he's, 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 the, he's the stereotypical Wurzel farmer. Yeah. If you get what I mean. One of the words, you know. Wurzel gummage. That's the type, yeah. So he's telling but they've knocked over one of his cows. Uh, he just looks at him and goes, like, oh, not again. <laughs> I and keep trying to tell them, but they <laughs> never <laughs> listen. <laughs> and then, what gets me is literally they have like a confused look on their face for all of like a nanosecond and they just carry on. <laughs> is that what is it? One of them says, "Is what you need is fences." <laughs> it's like, so got them last year, but weather ruined them. No money to replace them. And then that foot, the foot, then then foot and mouth wiped us out. And then Paddy's literally like, "Oh, here comes the sob story." That's really dating this show, sort of like you know, foot and mouth. Because it is, yeah. I can remember that as like a young kid, sort of like I, I remember it was like a prominent feature in the fucking news that foot and mouth disease. Yeah, it was like, I think I was in college at the time when it was happening, yeah. So it was around roughly just before this aired, so about 2003 would make sense. If I do remember correctly, though, because I used to live in a sub, in a, well, not even a sub-rural area, an actual rural area where I worked. Um, I used to work in a care home in, like, in the middle of the countryside. And um, there was, what, like, a, it was like a local butt-foot and mouth outbreak. Mm. And we had to go and, like, it's... Similar to what it is now, obviously, with the type world that we're in at the minute, you know, global bastard. Um, it was like super cleanly. Like, so I remember going through and having, having what well, I can only describe as a sheep dip. Um, every time you came in, it was sort of like a little trough, and it had like disinfectant, and you had to put, you had to walk through it before you came into the care home. Nice. You spread foot and mouth. Yeah. But okay. yeah, it was like that was like 2010 something daft like that. So it's been around for a while. It'll probably come back again. Um. But yeah, foot and mouth that dates it, but it was a big deal, like just before this aired. So yeah, it very like, big deal. Like you say, it does properly date, um, date this. But one thing that bit crap me up on this episode, on this bit, was the next bit coming up where the guy, the 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 Worsley type farmer, just stands there, and he opens his arms out wide, and he goes, "What was he saying?" This, this was all fields at one time. <laughs> and he's stuck in the middle of a farm. We <laughs> <laughs> should tell, give you a clue as to um, that um, to whether all of his dog, dogs are barking or whether they're mooing in this case. So, it, 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 yeah. But they do kind of give him a bit of a funny look as well. So, <laughs> My father says, this, this all used to be fields at one time. It was a scrubland, scrubland. My father worked him until his fingers bled back in the summer of 69. <laughs> Which is the first of many, many music lyrics to make its way into this episode. Absolutely. It's like, it's it, this episode is absolutely full of references. Yeah. Absolutely jam-packed to the point where you actually have to research them to get the full enjoyment out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which there is a lot of enjoyment out of this episode, make me add. Um, so the, yeah. the the next little bit is sort of like Max and Paddy are just sort of like, oh, you know, it's cow damaged our motorhome. It's just sort of like, and we're not, who's going to be paying it? And so just, just sort of like, if you've come here looking, some more, looking for money, you've come to the wrong place. All I've got left is the old girl. And Paddy's just sort of like, whoa, whoa, oh. we don't want nothing to do with your wife. No, we're not swingers. <laughs> it's like, no, not my wife. She's been long gone. Got knocked down by a combine harvester. She's buried over there. And it cuts to this sort of like white cross in the middle of the field. And then it cuts back cuts back to Wurzel, who's sort of like, and over there. And Max and Paddy like turn in sort of like a different direction to another bit of the field. And it cuts to a shot of like two more white crosses. Yeah. And then, then it cuts back to Wurzel again and he goes, and the rest oh. of us over there. And it cuts to another shot. And there's like literally a, a great big massive like landscape shot with like seven or eight white crosses all dotted around the field. She's <laughs> just been minced by this little this And then Max office. goes, Max goes, rest in pieces. <laughs> It's the go- to be fair, it's the go-to line. It is the go-to line. Oh god. Um. Oh, oh yeah, that that tickled me as well. <laughs> but yeah, you go. Yeah, that says everything's made. Says, All I've got left of this value is this pig. And he's and, like we to look at each other, and it's sort of like, what are we gonna do with a pig? 
And with like all, all the enthusiasm in the world, Mr. Wurzel goes, you could sell it. <laughs> Directly so, like that, as if sort of like, you know, always, you know, it's a suggestion for you. Yeah. But, you know, it, almost in sort of like a tone of sort of like, well, you could sell it, but you could keep it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like you have it as a pet. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Max and Paddy sort of like have a two-man huddle, shall we say? And um, Paddy Max... kicks it. Pax, Paddy kicks it off by saying, "I smell bullshit, and it ain't coming from the pig." <laughs> 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 but yeah, so it's, it's not a bad idea, that is it? You know, three hundred quid. You know, mm. we could we, we could pop, we could we could profit here. So yeah. it's sort of like says, they, ask, you know, they ask if they've got any sort of like. Um, Anywhere they can store it for sort of like transportation. Oh. It's just sort of like, nope. It's like, well, where are we going to put it? And Wurzel just goes, well, what's wrong with that? And he points out the Moser home. And Max just sort of like, that, that right there, that's our motorized home. He's like, it'll be all right. We'll whack, whack a bit of tarpaulin down. Like a, like a, whack a bit of polythene, I think it was. Is it polythene? It might have been polythene. Yeah, because it's see-through transport pit. I asked if they so it's be okay, just put some polyphene sheets down. And as he's doing it, it cuts to um, P- Paddy sort of like doing it, getting strips of tape and taping it all down. You've got Pat Max in the background going, don't want her pissing and shitting all over our arm. <laughs> and then um, obviously just before all that, obviously you see outside you got the pig on sort of like blue rope, sort of like a leash. Yeah. And uh, you see Max counting the money out. Now, what got me was, hang on a minute. Just hang on a minute. They've just, like, they're there to claim compo for mm-hmm. a smashed light and a bumper. So why are you giving this gentleman £100 to take this pig off your hands? <laughs> well, <laughs> you it's, got... it, it, it's been, it, it ascertains itself like, very much later into the episode why they have. Yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. But then we get the directions to market, which is fantastic absolutely fantastic so you go through village past the dutchy pub on the left hand side and then he just stops dutchy pond dutchy pond dutchy pub. Yeah. which is it, another musical lyric <laughs> yeah so he, he just he, he stops he's like right and then you'll see a white church <laughs> another another long pause yeah max is like and ignore it ignore, ignore it, it. It's like, yeah. go straight on, and the market's oh, right there, right in front of you. He's like, right, it's okay. It's like, it starts the engines like, pigs on board. And Wurzel's, pigs on board. Pig pigs on board. board. Pigs on, pigs board. on board. On your way now. And you're He's on sti- your way. <laughs> He's still uh, freaking there, yeah. <laughs> gripping up, because, like, Max has obviously wound the window down. So he's sort of like, Wurzel's got his sort of like a tight grip on sort of like the... Um, yeah, it's like he's ripping the door off. <laughs> the window frame. And Max yeah. is just sort of like, let go, let go now. And yeah, he's peeling his fingers off. Peels his fingers off. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just driving away. It's like frigging... He's a, he's a couple of a, couple of berries short of a fruit salad, that one. Yeah. <laughs> as I would probably, uh, as I would probably describe him. Absolutely, that character is amazing. By the way, I love that farmer. He's so good. But yeah, they um, they talk, they go, they drive away, and the pig's chilling in the back, you know, as it is. And uh, you get some corkers lines like. What's the uh, idea from Max? I love. It's just sort of like she's not eating me good fleece, is she? <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a northern expression absolutely but then you got you got paddy obviously as well throwing doubt onto the ideas like are we really going to make 300 quid says yeah yeah have you ever heard of the term piggy bank where do you think it comes from <laughs> <laughs> oh and you can use every part of the pig apparently yeah trout yeah. to yeah. snout was it snooter to tutor or something like that snooter to tutor that was it yeah snooter to tutor um you can even use its flute it's what? It's, it's, flute. it's, 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 it's pork, pork sword. And it, Paddy goes, it's cock. Cock. He's like, yeah. <laughs> well, what does he use that for? It's like, dog chews. Paddy's like, dog chews? He looks away, he's just sort of like, he goes, that's the last time I let a dog lick my face. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, he's got to watch out. He's always, you know, 
Where's the Belgrado sisters been? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't complaining then. No. Nope. <laughs> and they dr- they drive on a little bit further, and Max is sort of like still talking about how he can pretty much eat every part of a pig. He goes. Yeah, we pass another reference though. We pass another reference. So there's a sign in the road. Ah uh, yeah. It's only foals and horses. We've <laughs> <laughs> got another reference here. But yeah, they have. It, it goes on just to say um, that it's eyes. Have, it's eyes. It's eyes. It's eyes. Delicacy in a ram. They call they it just, tapas. They call it tapas. <laughs> and then he goes, it's tongue. He's like, it's what? It's tongue. And he sticks his tongue out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a great line. There's a great line here. It's just sort of like Max going, "Oh yeah, I used to. Eat, I used to eat tongue all the time as a kid. My mum used to give me tongue every week, regularly." Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing as well, right? All of this is bullshit. Because mm. <laughs> the tongue that's actually used, what he's talking about, oh, it's have tongue on a sandwich all the time. It's ox tongue. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. It's not the same. There is one thing he does say, though, that is absolutely bang on the truth. 100% the truth. And it's the thing about pig sperm. Oh, yeah. To in, induce, induce labour. That is actually what they use. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly what they use. So. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd heard of sort of like, you know, horse placenta. But I, I'd, I never knew sort of like, um, I never knew that, that pig sperm was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it sort of like brings it on. Don't know what it is. It's what they say about obviously if we, we girls are obviously heavily pregnant and the you know they're ready for dropping and it's still not coming. They do say that if you you know do the deed while they're pregnant, then it's um, it helps yeah. bring it on. So it does make sense. And pigs is yeah they they do use it. Obviously, it'd be a bit weird if you decided, do you know what, your missus, it's not, the baby's not come along now. Can you get, just get your husband to jump on the bed and just, you know, while they're in the middle of the labour ward? <laughs> <laughs> Rather so, than just shoving a pessary up, you know, just, just, get your, just get your fella to do a bit, you know. You can just see all the dads like, here we go. <laughs> You just see just knackered dads everywhere. <laughs> so they see um they see a roadside um butty bar and oh, sort yeah. of like and make a case of sort of like going, Oh yeah, let's pull let's pull in here, get a little again, Paddy says, let's get a little bit of diddy doddy ding dongs. It's like, oh, oh yes, two sausage butties. And they sort of like they go, they get the sausage butties. Um I'd, I'd, Trying to remember what the name of the uh, the b- butty bar. It was Harry Pitter. Harry ah. Pitter is the name of the butty bar. And then Dude, it was sort of this like, is one I missed. It, it was Harry Pitter and the full English breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> These sides are fucking genius. Yep. Um. So they they go get their sausage butties, and as they're coming back to the um, as they're coming back to the motorhome, they're sort of like rounding the corner. A sort of like the the bussy bar to go back into the motorhome, but they've sort of like um they've allowed the pig outside, but still sort of like tied up outside. So yeah. they literally they, they walk round with the gobs full of this these sausage butties and just see the pig looking directly at them, <laughs> and they just sort of like go, yeah, we won't do this in front of the pig. <laughs> no, they turn around, don't they eat it like sort of like behind the butty van. Yeah, see. After they've done that, they set off again. They passed the Dutchie pub this time. Yep. Passed the Dutchie. To which point we have probably the, one of the most infamous scenes in this entire episode. Of um, You see, just driving along, and you just, Max sort of looks at Paddy and goes, Have you, have pumped? you pumped? It's like, I have not. It's like, you have, you've yeah, dropped, you dropped your, your Batman. Pat- then Paddy realises it's the pig. <laughs> no, although he's sort of like, I can't smell anything. He's like, I can. He's sort of, Paddy's there just sort of like... Sniffing the air. And then goes back and sort of like, oh, it's the pig. Oh, my God. Oh, no. The pig's farted. <laughs> so, which, but obviously, we got a whole comical scene of where um, the pig's shitting and wet farting, shall we say. Yeah. Because it's not just your normal sort of raspberry-type farts. It's proper, like, 
It's proper wet sound. I can only describe it as I'm wet. Max, Max is there just sort of like, take the wheel, take the wheel. I can't see. Oh, My eyes are burning. My yeah. eyes are burning. And it cool in the end it just gets it just escalates and it's like <coughs> it gets to the point where you I've got we obviously People know now it's an ongoing thing. I like to have fun with my backgrounds while we do this now. And my background is this scene at this moment in time where Max is behind the wheel. Actually, no, I'll say what Paddy's doing first because it's a better build up. Paddy's there and he's wafting. He's got his, his face over his, so his, his jacket over his nose and he's wafting a pine tree, so air freshener <laughs> in the air <laughs> while Max is sort of like grimacing driving old driving but swimming goggles on his face just kind of long just like oh oh my good god almighty oh god he's like pointing at paddy you're cleaning that up you're cleaning yeah. that up the dogs because the dog the, the pigs actually shattered the back <laughs> but i've noticed as well as you're looking at this bit at max i don't know if he's like there's actual water been put inside the goggles to make it look like he's been crying <laughs> i'm not quite sure you can't really tell because of the light it's sort of like you know reflecting off yeah so it's kind of hard to tell it's just sort of like yeah how <laughs> so, dare you how dare you how dare you this is our motorized home we live here <laughs> and as it as they sort of like drive off down the road this is an especially wet fart and both max and paddy just go oh god <laughs> and then we go to the break da, 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 da. yeah so yeah we come back and they arrive at the cattle market Hmm. Um, and they're looking for is it Mr. Big Bill Ingalls which is the guy that um, what called we've affectionately called Wurzel as um, as a director to us and that's the one thing we missed out before yeah, was the guy that we were told to look for was Mr., was it Big Bill Ingalls or something like that hmm. I couldn't quite catch it properly but um, we find out off the um, the guys working there uh, very very smugly tell him that he's been dead for like three years or four yeah. years they're just sort of like we're looking for mr Bi- mr bill ingles just sort of like you best have a look in the cemetery because he's been dead for five years yeah <laughs> so they ask him like so they go up to him and they say we're looking to sell this pig um what that pig is like how much is it worth sort of thing so, so he's a she sort of thing it's like the pig is a breeding pig. It's old and it's knackered. <laughs> and it's just sort of like, you know, that Max is there just sort of like, trust trust you, Mr. Expert. You can't even tell it's a she. You're sort of like, have you had a look down there? And Max just sort of like gets on his knees, looks down. Paddy's like, what's the crack? And Max just goes, it ain't got one. It's a boy. It's a boy pig. <laughs> So yeah, it gets to the point where they're in sh- the reeling for the fact that they've been sold a boy pig rather than a, a female pig, and then they sort of like this, the guy tries to ask him who you, who they got it off. So like, on the details of the pigs, have you got its papers, its registration? <laughs> and Paddy's like, it's, it's a, a pig, pig not an asylum seeker. <laughs> oh no, jokes that you could get away with 15 years ago, but can't now. <laughs> <laughs> you very true. But yeah, it's still funny. If you take it in the right context. But yeah, yeah. we're going to the next day. So we go to who was the name of the farmer? The farmer, you got the pig off. They're just the guy he just back just blurts out, we don't know, we just bought it from him. To which the guy just blurts out, absolutely out burst out laughing. And he gives a valuation of the pig being about like thirty quid. And Max is just there just going, It's worth three hundred quid this and all of the freaking, you know, the experts just howl with laughter. Yeah, they absolutely pee themselves. So it's so, so it 30 quid, a sod off, it's worth 300. Is it? Yeah, yeah, five years ago, maybe, not now. Mm. So they'll leave it. So they say they'll leave it and they walk off to the point where they end up. It's, they sat outside the market, aren't they, at this point, on a, a pallet, I believe. Yeah. They just sat on a pallet. It's says. Max Coat just says to him, they're after a bargain. They take your cream out, your coffee. <laughs> so, yeah, they're obviously there are a few. Uh, Paddy has like, sorry, Max is a bit more diplomatic on the situation. Obviously, he's trying to think of a solution. Uh, Paddy's going to his go-to. So I say we go back and kick the farmer's head in and get our money back. <laughs> 
So we can see where Paddy's mentality is here on this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Bax is thinking, like, sort of like trying to form a solution, if I can find a solution. And his solution is we need to find one of these yuppie types, you know, that's after a breeding pig, you know. You know, the yuppie types. And Mac Paddy goes, um, what Nomads. Oh, <laughs> <Or, or, say, or, laughs> So Max sort of goes, no, like Hooray Henry's, you know, green wellies and all that. So it's like talking about these guys that are coming from in city and they're looking to have a change of lifestyle and they've come to the like the rural areas, say, to, to get a small farm and to, you know, start farming, to yeah. change your pace and what have you. So he's, Max has suggested that they go to, you know, find one of these guys that don't know their ass from their elbow. So he's gone for that, and um, but then Paddy makes the point. Says, but it's old and it's knackered, essentially. Says, and pa- Max goes, "No, it's not." And when we're done, they're going to think it's a pig gigolo. To back gigolo. Yeah, Paddy goes. Paddy's eyes. Paddy's eyes sort of like bright and light up. up. Oh, a pigolo. <laughs> exactly. So they end up. Uh, they end up meeting a young farmer, shall we say, in a pub. Um, and he, he's Bax is absolutely reeling off the bullshit here, and he's like, "It's prize breeder." And Bang's like a shit house store in a gale, and the guy <laughs> asks, "Oh what?" And he's like, "A gale." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that bit. It's proper and, uh, like <laughs> he proceeds to like ask Paddy to bring the pig over by calling him boy. I say boy. Lucky, lucky over here. Friggin' over brings over this like farmer looks at him, just sort of like, oh, he looks a bit tired. And Bax just goes, "Are you be tired if you went if you did as much shagging as this pig did?" Hell, oh, I... just the just the other day, he tried having to go at a Shetland pony. Took us five people to try and get him off. <laughs> oh, I've got the I've actually got the quote. Oh, you got it out of this. Tired? You'd look tired if you're on job twenty four seven. The guy goes, his eyes are glazed over. I'm not surprised he's been down more rolls than Tiger Woods. Doesn't know if he's coming or going. Or coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yesterday, he was in next door's garden trying to bomb a Shetland pony. <laughs> so uh, the, the other farmer makes mention that she... Um, He's got a female pig breeder. That needs um, to be served. Or serviced. And um, <laughs> Max is just sort of like a case of, all right, okay, well, let's get them met. It's like, boy, I say, boy, will you take them out? Chop, chop. Oh, there's, 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 there's a line before that. There's a oh, line, there before, a line that. before that. Yeah, there is a line before that. You see, he goes out, you say he's got a female, he needs to be served. Paddy comes in and goes, ha, let's sort the pig out first. So which that's... <laughs> To which Max sort of looks at him disapprovingly and goes, take the pig to the, pig to the gentleman's trailer out back. Chop, chop. And as Paddy's going, he's sort of like, I'll chop, chop you. Chop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they we cut to the uh, back of the pub where the uh, pig is sort of basically, I can only describe how he's doing now. Yeah. It's uh, it's waddling around. It's it's walking around its pen with this female pig. Just, you know, snuffling. They're, they're both just munching on straw. Yeah they're, just, yeah, they're just eating straw, fucking around. Um, Max goes, uh, any time now. <laughs> uh, he says, they don't seem to, you know, they're not really doing anything. Any time now. Next, you know, it'll be a pink blur. <laughs> <laughs> Once they start, they're at it like rabbits. <laughs> you know, talking to him like he doesn't know fuck all. Which, I mean, sort of like is true to an extent. Because they're sort of like um, Max and Paddy, they're like the very eager, sort of like getting the getting the cash as quickly as possible, and sort of like making a run for it. So yeah. it's just sort of like, oh, how much do you want for it? It's like that'll be three hundred pounds. Now, come on, quick, show us yeah, the money, quick. show us yeah. the money. And this other farmer's just sort of like, oh well, um, let me just uh, let me just talk to the man, let me just get his second opinion. And he looks off screen and is just sort of like, Joe, Joe. And it cuts to the same experts that have been ripping the piss out oh, of yeah. Max Paddy when they first arrived at the market. And the lead one's just sort of like, hey, up, there they are. <laughs> 300 quid. 
Oh, God. There was a corker, though, what we kind of glazed over. I've just seen it in my notes. I just, I'm going to start doing notes more often. Um, <laughs> but there was there was a bit where um, where they were obviously they're talking about them obviously not being compatible. Yeah. And the guy, <laughs> and Paddy goes, maybe, maybe your pigs are lesbian. <laughs> And Max, and Max, goes, Max, Max, yeah, is, Max, like, is, Max is like, oh, I have heard of that. I have heard of that, actually. I, I've read about it. I've read about <laughs> that. Yeah, 300 quid, quickly. <laughs> so knowing, it, knowing the jig is up, they basically um, they basically go to uh, one of the pubs in, in the town. Yeah. And they, uh, they, they, they take, um, take a seat on one of the uh, the beer tables outside the pub. Yes, <laughs> Paddy's there, just sort of like dipping his hands into a, like a packet of some sort and feeding the pig. Little and pork Max is scratchings. A, Max, yeah, Max is a case of going. What's that you're feeding him? It's like pork scratchings, and Max goes, "You can't do that. You can't do that. It's cannibalism, Matt. You're messing with evolution, man." <laughs> <laughs> so they sort of like brainstorming of what they're going to do next for this pig. Um, obviously, Max suggests they do like you know county fates and race it. <laughs> but then, I, love, I love the next one. Sort of like make it have it have it have it as a sheep pig. It's like <laughs> sheep pig. It's like yeah, you ever seen Babe? It's like that were a film though. It's like yeah, but it worked. And Paddy goes, it also had singing mice. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we pad away. We sort of like, Max is sort of like in thought, you know, for a moment of silence. And then we look up and we see the sign on the pub. And it's Ye Olde Pat Butcher. <laughs> uh, so, Pat Butcher, if you don't know, is a old character from a very famous British soap called EastEnders. Yeah. And she was one of the pro- most prominent characters in it for a good while. Mm-hmm. Um, played by Pam St. Clement, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Max. After that, obviously, seeing the name butcher, Max suggests selling the pig to a butcher as meat. As meat, yeah. Um, so, which we cut to a musical montage of them trying to sell the pig. Yeah. To um, if I, I counted it correctly, the first was two butchers. One of them wasn't that interested. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, he goes and tries to sell it. So, I can only describe. There was a very famous butcher that was on Coronation Street. I yes, I, I know exactly who, you, who you're talking about. Um, I can't remember his name now. Uh, it's like Fred somebody. Fred Peacock. It might be, actually. I think it's Fred Peacock because uh, his son was Ashley Peacock. So, yeah. yeah, it must be Fred Peacock. So, yeah, so someone that looks like him. Is Fred Elliott. Uh, Fred Elliott, sorry. Fred Elliott, yes. that's it. Fred Elliott. Fred Elliott. So, yeah, he was looks like him. He's spitting at me. It might even be him. I'm not quite sure. I've not checked the credits. Um, but I, yeah, don't think, I don't think it was, but I think that's probably what they were going for. That's the look they were going for. So he sort of, like, hushes them off quite eagerly, like, get away from me sort of thing. I love I I the fact as well, it's like the parked, where they're parked, they're parked not only on a double yellow line, but right next to sort of like a level crossing. Yeah. A pedestrian <laughs> crossing as well. Yeah, so it's sort of like, just just stop it here, there's a, there's a butcher's here, just stop it here. Um, <laughs> to the point next time they go to, uh, the next one is Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to sell it to a supermarket. So they go over to the guys, you just see Max coming out with the pig. Yeah. And the guy's coming out holding his nose in a full suit, and he's telling him to go away. And I think... I'm not quite 100% certain, but through his nose, I think he's like, like fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tells me to, I can only speculate, but I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Best and to last. The last one. Best to last. <laughs> he tries to sell the pig to a halal butcher. How was they it, got the pig in the building in the first place, I don't know. Was it a halal butcher or was it like a halal takeaway? No, it was a halal butcher. Oh, right, okay. Um, so he tries to chase it away. Uh, they're literally chasing after the van, throwing things at the van. <laughs> so running away. The place as well is actually called You Can Call Me Halal, which yeah. is a reference, a musical reference, believe it or not. So a song called You Can Call Me Al, which was a song by Paul Simon. 
from 1986, from his album from 1986, Graceland. <laughs> uh, and it goes something like, you could be my bodyguard, you could be my long-lost pal. That one. <laughs> it's on very, very, very many 80s sort of like radio stations nowadays. So mm. it was a very, very, very successful song. So, But yeah, that's where that sign came from. So... But yeah, I was I found that a bit funny. Yeah, it was. He's like he's like Max is diving sort of into the van while it's moving <laughs> with a pig bear in mind. <laughs> well, no, they've 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 made the uh, the conscious decision of sort of like getting the pig in the van first. Yeah, and then literally like <laughs> save the pig, save the pig. Yeah, Max is doing his best impression of fucking Indiana Jones, like running away from the fucking <laughs> the bolt. Oh yeah. And the tribe coming to come to get them. Yeah, if you just imposed the, that the Indiana Jones theme on top of it, it would actually fit perfectly, yeah, it was, wouldn't it? It was. <laughs> they should have had that bit. I think it would have been better if you could just see Max's legs just hanging out the door <laughs> as he's driving off. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, after that musical like interlude, we have. Um, we could cut to uh, a scene where the sun is setting and they still have the pig. Yeah. To emphasise that they've been everywhere and they've still got this pig, they cannot get rid of it. Uh, so Max suggests that they kill the pig and sell it on the black market. But throughout this, in the entirety of this scene, Max is whispering. Yes. As if he's sort of like, you know, not wanting the pig to overhear what they're planning on doing. It's just yeah. like a, sort of like a case of, well... That's just it, isn't it? We'll have to kill it. It's just sort of like, and Paddy's like, we've gone from a £300 prize pig to selling it at a car boot on a Sunday morning. In a school, yeah, car boot on a Sunday morning in the school car park. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, oh, I'm, 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 there we are, I'm on the wrong page. Uh, but yeah, Paddy doesn't know, doesn't really want to kill the pig. Yeah. Um, so Max accuses Paddy of going soft. <laughs> so obviously uh, Paddy turns it round because Max is whispering. It's like so it's soft. soft. I'm not the one who's whispering. Yeah. You've gone soft. And Max's like, how dare you? What, when you're when, when you're, you're, pin, when you're pin, pinned down by a sniper fire at Goose Green, killing a pig, my friend, is a day at the races. <laughs> And Goose Green is actually a place in the Falklands Islands, which actually references many, many, many other things that pa- Max, Paddy... Oh, yeah, it's Max, sorry. Max has said throughout Phoenix Nights and Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere. So it's mm. sort of emphasising the fact... Because I'm an absolute geek, I actually looked up Goose Green. <laughs> and it is actually the third biggest population in the Falkland Islands. With 40 people. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I say, he's pinned down by sniper fire. It's probably one sniper that could see the entire island. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah, they, go, they kind of pick themselves up to do it, and then the pig gives them the most sort of eye-watering look. Like you know when you pe- when you you know when you like for example you have a ham sandwich, and your dog clocks you with this ham sandwich, and it sits right in front of you and just looks at you and tilts its head ever so slightly. It's like Possing Boots from Shrek. Absolutely. Sort of like, <laughs> with the hat. Yeah, that's what the pig is doing. <laughs> uh, the next thing you know, they're at the, po- the farmer's door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the farmer's door in pitch black. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love how this, this scene, this ends. Absolutely love it. This episode's gone, I've gone full circle. They're back to where they began. Um, they, they're back on the door. No one answers to begin with. Um but then or again, a, a different a different kind of farmer answers the door. Yeah. Notice, notices the pig. He's like, I don't believe it, Barbara. Bloody pig's back. It's like, <laughs> where, where where'd you find it? It's like, find it. We bought it off who? It's like the bloke who owns this farm. Is he in? And they sort of both Max and Paddy. They're just looking sort of over like, his shoulder. Yeah, they're a case of like looking over his shoulder to see if they can. And the, this farm is like, I own this farm, and then it. Max, you know, it's been a testing day for him, and he just ends up going, 
Look, buddy, we've had it up to here. We knocked a cow down and damaged our motor home in the process. And the bloke who owns this farm sold us this pig as compensation. Well, I love that thing. We sold this pig as compensation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for compensation, you gave somebody more money. <laughs> and it's 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 summed up quite quite brilliantly. It's just sort of like, and do you know how much it's worth? And the farmer goes, nothing. Nothing. Like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, what? 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 <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, um, yeah, he's got the nothing, and then um, he kind of um, describes the guy who um, he bought it off. And it describes him as green grass from uh, Heartbeat, which is absolutely brilliant. Which is another uh, another reference to a character from a soap done by ITV that was predominantly broadcasted on a Sunday. It was on a Sunday. It was on about seven o'clock on a Sunday evening. Yeah. Um, it's sort of a sort. It's a sort of program you used to watch, just chilling, trying to digest your Sunday dinner. Hmm depending on how big a Sunday dinner you had. If it was my family, you'd be digesting it for the next week. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of them. Um, yeah, it was a very famous program at the time. You know, it was like prime time. Mm. So it's a reference most people would have got in the day. Nowadays, obviously not, because Heartbeat finished fucking, what, 10 years ago, maybe more. Um, and the, theme, the theme tune for it as well is used quite predominantly in um, English football chants. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Um, if you did, if you're not sure of that, people, look it up on YouTube, and you'll get what I mean. Yes, it's um, it's fun. But yeah, we he describes him as green grass, and it turns out that it's a father-in-law. <laughs> I don't believe it. Barber, he's had it again, Dad. And it sort of cuts to cuts to Wurzel Gummidge, who seems to have converted the scarecrow from where we first sorted into. A female mannequin dressed out in um in well in the sort of clothes that you'd expect to see in a shop window. Yeah, he's basically he's dressed up the scarecrow as a woman and he's flirting with it. Yeah. Um. This is he says in this quote: "It's a dad. He's wired to the moon. We'll let him hang around, but he's harmless enough." Harmless? <laughs> we paid hundred pound for this pig. It's like, and we want it back. And the farmer just goes. Well, I don't think you'll be seeing that anytime soon. It looks like he's drunk the lot. Yeah, he's already drank it. So he's pissed. Next thing you know, you just see him hold it, hugging like really tightly. So he's he like, starts oh, pumping. Well, he this is it. This is mannequin. it. He, he, he's, he's got the, the arm falls off the mannequin. <laughs> he goes, Oh, I love being a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> to which point he starts triumphing the scarecrow. And then to sum this up for Max and Paddy, the farmer just literally goes, "All right, oh. so it was you that killed my cow then." Yeah. And I just, I, I love this sort of like final shot before the end credits because you can see fucking Wurzel all the way in the background, sort of like dry humping this mannequin, and Max and Paddy just let off a great big massive. Yeah. <laughs> the credits roll and Max and Paddy are in a pub called the Beatles, the Beatles Arms. Arms. <laughs> now this is a reference for the mid 2000s this um, so Max goes are you still serving food there's a clock on the background the Max the, 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 while this conversation is going on the clock appears they, they show a clock it goes you know we, 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 it's quite late but we'll squeeze you in sort of thing but he turns around to this clock and it's the two hands the little hand yeah, the little hand is a small hand, and there was a big, like, I like that. yeah, <laughs> like his arms crossed sort of thing. And there was a big thing back in the day where Jerry Beadle had a smaller hand than the other hand, and it yeah. was called, like, little hand. And the little hand was the little hand on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> the big hands, obviously, his normal hands. It's the theme, the pub around this joke, the clock, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Take the piss out of Jerry Beadle's little hand. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the bar guy t- uh, squeezes him in, and then um, as they sit down, there's a guy that seems to be sat like on the next chair table. And he's like, a, he looks like he's competitive eating. Yeah. Um, 
He's even got like a t-shirt on with it on, and he lets off a massive burp while he's still yeah. eating one of his horses. And you just see Max turn to him and go, "How dare you? How dare you?" And the guy just looks proper embarrassed. <laughs> the, the, the guy looks at him and just sort of like going, "What? Oh, I'm eating." <laughs> so then, uh, next thing you know, they get table and break. And next thing you know, you see this great big silver tray type thing get wielded. Uh, they open it up, and it's a whole pig roasted with an apple in its mouth. <laughs> Max and Paddy sort of look at themselves, and the lady comes over. What's your order? And they both simultaneously shut the menus. Can we have a couple of nut cutlets, please, flower? <laughs> <laughs> Which, because um, I actually had to look this up as sort of like, it's obviously something vegetarian. Yeah. But I think it's like the vegetarian equivalent of like meatloaf. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's literally just sort of like a case of they both shut, shut the menus. Well, two nut cutlets, please, Flower. <laughs> and they just sort of like this. They, they look at this guy who's like literally going to devour this whole pig. It was just sort of like a, a great big massive look of disgust on their faces. Yeah. <laughs> Put off meat for life, or at least pig anyway. Mm. So, yeah, so we start off the episode where they just want to eat meat and nothing but meat, and in the end, they end up being vegetarians. <laughs> And that's your episode, ladies and gentlemen. Well, until the next episode, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, this is it. <laughs> when they go to Little Chef. Yes. Or whatever it is. But yeah. 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 But yeah, that's episode five of Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere. And it was an absolute fucking belter. Yeah, I, I, I've got to be honest. It's sort of like, I'm not saying I, I didn't enjoy this episode. I did. Yeah. But... I think I appreciate it a lot more now after we've sort of like talked about it. Mm. The sort of like this, because what made this episode for me was sort of like the little references, the little pop yes. culture references here and there, like Dot. And I, I only thought it was sort of like a couple here or there, but it's filled. fucking, it's filled with them and it's spread out quite, quite nicely as well. Like, yeah, this is like you lease a reference every five minutes minimum yeah. in this episode. Oh, minimum, yeah. Minimum. And I've not, I've not researched an episode of Phoenix Nights or anything in the Peter K. I'm going to call it the Peter K. Universe as much as I've done here. But it's been, it's necessitated because there's that many references in here. If you don't know them, you're missing out. Yeah. You know, I actually, like I say, I actually Googled the actual name of the sign for the butchers. You know, you can call me Halal. Yeah. And it's actually, someone has actually broke it down. Like, it's in a list of the five funniest shop names. <laughs> and it, I, that's how I got to find out the information, because it's up there. People have researched this already. Yeah. And I would never have done that without making the notes and what have you. But I don't know. A curious me, I probably might have done. But if you don't know, you're doing yourself a disservice not looking these signs up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Goose Green, I know roughly, pretend, yeah, it was probably something to do with the Falklands, but I didn't know if it was a place he was making up until I <laughs> yeah. looked it up. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's worth looking up for this stuff. I mean, I, I joke with Lewis about how many pages of notes I made for a 24-minute episode. Nine sides of A4 was my notes for this episode. Yeah. It's, it's that many references, that many details, that many quotes in this episode it's one of the to be honest with you i really enjoyed it um not just for the references i actually found it genuinely funny mm-hmm. yeah. um the bit the uh just before the break was absolutely hilarious you know but then all you got the interaction with the farmer at the beginning of the episode and at the end uh, the only bit of, probably the only dull bit for me was when there was actually in the cattle market for me but um, I'd 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 say probably the the interactions in the pub. Mm. Oh, with the young farmer. Yeah, because even though they were sort of like you know really funny references, it just seemed like a little bit. I don't know. I I I I probably didn't find it as funny as other people might have. Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, to me it, it's that bit. Mm, it was needed. It was necessary for the oh, episode, yeah. the story yeah, of definitely. the of the episode. It just wasn't as funny as the other parts of it. No. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. It's probably the probably the second favorite episode. Now, I wasn't here for um, last episode in the prison. Oh. 
which is a shame because for me that is the best episode. And yep. as you as you guys know, I actually did watch the episodes and I did make notes and I did provide information for you two. Um, but I, yeah. The, that episode, the one that I missed, that for me so far is the best episode. It's still one, best. It's, yeah. it's not as it's a lot. It's better than this episode. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. This is up there for me as one of the best episodes of Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere. It's up there with one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't say any more on that. It's it's a good episode. Really, really it is good. A good episode. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you my thoughts in general about Max Paddy's Road to Nowhere at the end of the next episode. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I had a, it was a, it was a joy to spend an hour and a half making notes for. <laughs> and I enjoyed, but I enjoyed watching the uh, the twenty three minute episode in full. <laughs> maybe maybe pause it a couple of times here or there for the. Uh, the extensive bits of uh, notes I had to jot down. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, don't forget me on. You know what I'm like when watching these episodes. Uh, as I've said in the past, I've watched these episodes only two or three times. Max and Paddy, I'm only doing twice because the commentary's not worth listening yeah. to. I'm sorry, Peter Kay, but it isn't. No, it isn't. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Get it watched. Get it enjoyed. And obviously, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere, this episode we talk about, let us know on Twitter or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, you might as well get plugs. You want to do yourself, Lewis, first, and then yeah, I might as well. Um, three platforms that I go by um, on Twitch. I stream quite regularly on Twitch. Normally about like three. Maybe four times a week if I if I can find the time. Um, predominantly sort of like let's play series of story driven games. Um, at the moment, um, not only working my way through the Yakuza series, the remastered collection on the PlayStation Four, but I'm also doing um, a playthrough of the remake of Final Fantasy VII, uh, which I'm starting to starting to enjoy now because it was a little bit of a little bit of a slow start to begin with, but it's it's one of those games that sort of like I'm guessing it picks up a lot more the more you play it. Um, Did you play much of the first one, the original? I didn't play, didn't play any of the first one. Right, see, you probably get more joy out of it by comparing it to the old one. So yeah, well, I've, not, I've, I've, I've never remake, so I've never played it. I've never I've never been a Final Fantasy player to be honest with you. So this is my my first introduction to the series. Um, so as well as streaming on Twitch, um, all the back catalogue of my Let's Play is all going to my YouTube channel. And it's also the place um, where I do, well, where I've recently started doing um, Star Wars podcasts um, with members of my um, the gaming community that I'm part of, the Gamers Layer. Um, and we've got a recording coming up this Sunday, or if this isn't going out tomorrow night, um, pretty much sort of like, on a two-week basis, sort of like the same the same thing that we do with the Phoenix Pods, sort of like we yeah. aim to do a podcast every two weeks, predominantly on the Sunday. Um, and the only other place I'm on as well is Twitter as well, uh, where I pretty much debate about anything from the two kinds of football that I watch to professional wrestling. Um, so make sure that you follow me on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter. All three of them are available under the um handle loggers 109 there you go get it followed as for me takes a deep breath um you can find us on lost art of podcasting on as a at laop on twitter i believe lap laop podcast Something like that on Twitter. Lewis is frantically looking it up now. See one what one thing and I've already screwed it up this is why we need Coxie, because Coxie knows these, knows these things. L-A-O-W podcast. That's the Ross Art of Wrestling. And it oh, that's the Lost Art of Wrestling. Yes, that's Lost Art of Wrestling. But that's relevant, because we do have a, a episode out on Lost Art of Wrestling, where it's an absolute belt, where it's Uncle Dave and the Arties, where we give our own wrestling awards and compare them to uh, Dave Meltzer's. <laughs> um, no spoilers, um, but get it listened. Yeah, so uh, it's literally Lost Art of Podcast on Twitter. There you go. Lost Start of Podcast on Twitter at Lost Start of Podcast on Twitter. Then there you go. You can find us on all the good podcast catches out there, such as Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Music. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. You look for us. We're probably on there. So that's Lost Start of Podcast. 
our sort of wrestling in the Phoenix pod sort of has its own stream, I think now on Spotify and Spreaker. So you can find us on there. Um, what else is there? Yes, you can find me as well on the on RAD Live or, rod, or, or Random Ass Discussion, whatever it is nowadays. RAD Podcast. I it's RAD it Podcast. There we go. We'll just go with that. The RAD Podcast, where it's our go-to place to vent. You can find mm-hmm. us on Twitter at RAD UK RAD Podcast. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. We're on there. Twitter at UK RAD Podcast. I think I've already said that. Uh, Facebook.com, we're on there. It's getting a little bit more active, actually, funny enough. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I've got anything else to plug. Oh, you might as well, yeah. Our friends, um, Good Pan and Trees and No Plot, you know, our friend Bunkle is um, the Paladin Sorcerer Rogar on there. You can find him every week on a Monday night, or Monday morning, actually. I tell you that. You can start your week in a dark and twisted way. And you can do that by listening to the... Um, Good pile of trees and no plot podcast. And you can find them on Twitter at trees and no. Hmm. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. And now I can breathe again. <laughs> I think my lips are blue about that. <laughs> I lost breath that much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been an absolute blast as per usual, Lewis. Indeed, he said. And, and hopefully next time we'll have the captain of the ship back. Well, it'll need to it'll need to be back at the helm for the uh, the season finale. Oh, he has to be. He has to be here. He has to help us sum up this series. Yeah. So we need him to tell us our thoughts, his, his thoughts in episode five, anyway, as well. So mm, indeed, absolutely. But yeah, on that note, I think we'll call it quits here. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been um, definitely stupid, and on your viewpoint, maybe sexy. So I'm not allowed um... to say allegedly anymore. <laughs> and i've been stoned away in the background as per usual absolutely and you've been listening to the phoenix pod next next oh yeah what could we say you dirty pig dirty this pig is, this is our mortar home our mortar home 300 quid <laughs> <laughs> was there an episode titled for this i don't think so i didn't uh, see one because I've literally just gone onto the IMDb page and yeah, it doesn't really. Just episode um, five. We'll just call it Pig. Dirty Pig. Dirty Pig. There you go. Dirty Pig. <laughs> Dirty Pig. <laughs> Dirty Pig. The home. That's our home, our motorized home. We live here. <laughs> Duncan is putting a whole new spin on pumpkin at Duncan with our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold, cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam made with cinnamon and nutmeg spices. And there's more pumpkin for you to love, like the delicious fall classic, our pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. That's how we pumpkin at Duncan. Sip into the fall season with the $3 medium pumpkin cream cold brew or pumpkin spice signature latte. America runs on Duncan. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion apply. Valid on pumpkin spice signature latte only in all cold foam cold brew. Life gets more magical when you dream. So dream of a Disney cruise filled with magic and wonder. (laughs) Hiya, pal! Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line.